0: Really what are you doing uh one of the things i love to do is uh get puffed and fight fight and flight because doesn't life throw challenges at us on a fairly regular basis how about you where you feel frustrated or angry or annoyed and uh, how do you get rid of that how do you de-stress now obviously this is our outdoor training area we call it the cote cayman's outdoor training arena and this is basil and uh He's real good fun to bash the bag with (laughs) because he doesn't fight back. Good for me because I'm not a fighter, I'm a lover. The reason I've come out here today though, and there's always a reason for Romax every single day, but today it's about what's happened to the human race. Uh, Why have we become so rude? Why have we become so uh, almost indifferent to other human beings? And I share that with you because... I've been brought up, uh, first of all, as in a religious environment with the Ten Commandments. I can't put it any other way, which is respect, uh, don't kill, don't steal, don't lie, be a nice person. So that was my original upbringing. I then took all of that and applied it to my life and wanted to be a great person. I saw nasty people, horrible people. My mother and father went through the Second World War and that was always really difficult for me to understand. I used to say to my mother, how did one person uh, want, how how does that? One person have a headspace that wants to destroy a whole race of people. My mother was brought up in Germany during that whole process where Hitler was brainwashing the the German race to to hate another race of people. And And he destroyed millions of people. I found that really difficult as a as a small child, to try and comprehend that. My father was in Auschwitz concentration camp where the the worst of the worst of the worst ways that humans can treat other humans, he observed that with his very own eyes. And he used to share with me very passionately, uh, this is what the horrible human race looks like, this is what they did. I want you to be a beautiful human being. So that's been the driving force of my life. So I find it very difficult when people are rude, when people disrespectful when they gossip, when they criticise, when they say nasty things. So here's just a very, I find this to be a very fa- very sad story and this is why I've come to punch the bag. I met two little girls and they were dressed in pretty pink dresses and their t-shirt said Anti-Bullying Day. So I was, I was out walking, I was out on a hiking track in Queenstown in, in New Zealand. So they were walking home from school, I said to them, tell me about your beautiful dresses, tell me about Anti-Bullying Day. And one of the little girls was uh, nine years of age, and she had uh, only half an arm, and half of at the end of the half of that arm, there was a couple of little fingers. So there was some kind of she'd had some kind of disfigurement, obviously, maybe from birth. I didn't ask. And her other friend, who was also nine, uh, she said to me, I get bullied because I'm short. And the reason the conversation came up, because we were talking about anti-bullying day, and I told them my story of when I was a little girl and I got bullied by my whole school, but how it made me more powerful, stronger, and I, we actually said the three words together, powerful, passionate, positive people. Uh, we become that because we're put under pressure and we get stronger. So it was a really kind of a cool conversation to have with two nine-year-olds on a walking track in Queenstown. But what made me really sad is that these two girls were getting bullied, one for being short and one for having a disfigurement of some kind. Obviously, her arm was not the same as everybody else's arm. Why do we? Why does humans, and not you personally, but I'm sure that you deal with this too, nasty, criticising horrible people? Now, I can't stop what other people do, and I can't stop people from being bullies. But I would like to understand why somebody would do that. And I always go back to anatomy and physiology because that's that's the driving force of the human body, of course, and that's what I study every day. And the only thing that makes sense is that people who have low self-esteem, who don't like themselves very much, rather than becoming better people themselves, they try and pull other people down. And there's that interesting story about the guy that wants to have the tallest building in his town. And there's two ways to do that. You can build a tall building with your own own hands and, and your own accomplishment and your own sweat and tears and create this beautiful thing that you've done yourself. Or you could run around and pull everybody else's houses down and your little house would be the tallest in the town because you pulled everybody else down. Uh, that interesting fairy story perhaps, but it really makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? There's a lot of people in the world who seem to, I don't like me very much, so I'm going to pull every Pull everybody else down so that I feel better about myself. But my question is always: Do you feel better about yourself when you pull other people down? When you get to the end of your day and you go to bed and you've been nasty or criticised or gossiped or done something horrible to somebody, how can you sleep well? Now, not you personally. I just ask that question, and I feel a bit sad for the people that live like that. The girls, the two girls at my school that bullied me, and they—if you haven't heard the story—I share it quite regularly. Two girls went round my school, asked everybody, do you like Rowie, tick yes or no. And because they were the most popular girls in the school, everybody ticked no, we don't like Rowie, which means I had 450 people who were happy to share with me on a piece of paper that they didn't like me. What I figured out really quickly though, when I went home crying, but I figured out really quickly that powerful, passionate, positive people don't pick on weak people. Only weak people pick on weaker people. So what it made me realise is that those two girls obviously must have had some real challenges in their life because I was overweight, I had pimples on my face, I had buck teeth, I wasn't good at sport and yet they were picking on me. So I figured that they must have some real challenges for them to pick on a weak person. My father put that into beautiful perspective for me. He said, when you do great things, people will always pick on you. The higher you climb, the more people will pull you down. But my father put a beautiful spin on that, which was if you have nobody pulling you down, you're not climbing high enough. So perhaps there's two kinds of people in the world. There's bullies and bullies. I don't know. But what I would like to know is that, and what I do know is that I can choose who I am and you get to choose who you you are. I can choose not to be nasty, I can choose not to criticize, I can choose not to be judgmental, I can choose to live my life aiming to add value to the world, not detract value from the world. So what are the things that we're doing every day to make sure, and you might it might not be important to you, but to me little things that make people feel special or little things that make people realize that they are important, uh, they add value to my life too. So here's an interesting one. We live in a world now where everybody walks around with their phone. I don't. When I'm in the garden or when I'm talking to somebody else or when I'm with somebody face-to-face, I definitely don't have my phone on or my phone with me because I just think it's bringing somebody into a conversation that was never invited. But it seems that most people now, wherever you go, at every table, at every conversation, everywhere, everyone's got this computer in in their hand. Uh, which means if you call somebody or you send a message or now an email or a Facebook or any kind of contact, they're going to get it on their phone. So if somebody doesn't get back to you, doesn't respond to you, that in itself is a response, isn't it? Because they've looked at the phone, they've said, oh, Rowie's called, I don't want to talk to Rowie, so I'm not going to respond. I have no challenge with that. I don't expect people to respond to me. But isn't it interesting that I've been brought up that if somebody talks to you, gets in contact with you, wants wants to be involved with you, that even if you don't want to be involved with them, you would at least respond. I've been told that it's rude not to get back to people. It's rude not to respond. I now live in a world where, I mean, I've just built a new home and I've had builders and carpenters and electricians and landscape gardeners and all sorts of people not get back to me. I call them, leave a message, go, send a text message, send a message to their, to their website, and they just don't get back to me. I'd love somebody to get back to me and say, go away, Roe, we're too busy. But at least I know, rather than a non-response. Uh, I often call people and they answer the phone with, hello real grumpy or even call a business and you know that whatever's going on at that business today isn't happy and positive positive. and the reason I know that is that because my voicemail message and the way I answer the phone and the way I, I deal with people is always upbeat and positive regardless of what's going on in my life and people often say oh how can you be happy all the time or you are un- unrealistically happy or you're ridiculously happy or wow you answer the phone in a happy way that's really unusual why is that unusual why don't we just be happy positive people because we get the choice to do that the answer to that of course is my life's terrible i've got challenges with my mortgage the inflation rates are high the government's doing stupid stuff i feel sick i feel tired but this is always my question isn't our true character revealed by who we are when we're under pressure not when things are happy, not when it's a sunny day, but when it's co- and it's freezing cold out here today, it's cloudy. I call it a platinum day, silver platinum white gold day. other people call it a r- rainy cloudy grey day. Uh, I get to choose how I respond to the weather, don't you? We don't have to be grumpy, we don't have to be angry. We get to choose that. We can let life control us and turn us into horrible people because the government's doing stupid stuff or the inflation rates are high or the interest rates are high or it costs a lot to buy groceries. We can get grumpy about that or we can do something about it and still be a really positive person because that's my question. Isn't our true character revealed when we're under pressure? When it's raining, when it's cold, when we're hungry, when we're tired, when we're stressed, when our clothes don't fit, all the things that make people angry and miserable and grumpy and react, isn't that when a true character is revealed? And that's when I love seeing people who, even under pressure, when things are going really badly, when they're freezing cold, when they haven't eaten for a long time, when they've got terrible things going on in their life, they're still really nice people because life is not controlling who they are. They are a beautiful person regardless of what's going on in their life. Would that be a nice way to live? So bullying, gossiping, criticising, nastiness, the stuff that seems to go on daily on social media now, I don't, I don't want to be involved with it, I don't like it. I just met two little beautiful girls who were being bullied for what? One was short, she's got no control over that. The other one had a, some kind of birth defect which she has absolutely no control over and they were being bullied for that. As I shared with them as I walked away... Diamonds are produced under pressure. And how would we get stronger and tougher and wiser and better if we had no pressure? So, when somebody's nasty to you and somebody criticizes you because you've got no control over that, if somebody bullies you, you might not have any control over that. Just thank them and say, Thank you so much. Because of you, I'm going to get tougher and stronger. And that's exactly what I did to the two girls at my school. I walked up to them the next day. I looked them in the eye, both of them, and I said, Thank you so much. Because of you, I am now going to be a powerful, passionate, positive person. single day for the rest of my life so that I can sing every day like I do. Super duper do, how are you? I am very amazing and love my life because it's awesome. How about you? Woohoo!